You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, TJ, this is the start of, of training camp. And we've gone through the lists of a where the talent lies, you know, in relation to other NFL teams for the Detroit Lions. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell ranked as a coach. We've done all of that stuff. Now we're we're finally going to get a chance to see the players on the field. We're going to start to evaluate exactly what we think this team's potential is, and there's going to be some position battles. That, that are waged during training camp. There are every single year. Some that we may not even know about. There could be a, a player that comes in, he just does the work and he's developed and he's ready to go. Um, and that would be a pleasant surprise. And it happens every single year for every single team. We don't know who that player is going to be. But there are a few positions where there's going to be a battle for the starting position. There's going to be a few more positions where there's a big-time battle for the backup position and future time with the Detroit Lions. What's And, and I think we both will probably agree on the biggest battle going on for playing time in the starting position. What do you think that number one battle is going to be? Yeah, and like you said, we both agree on this. I think it's been uh, well known the last couple months through OTA's minicamp is it's it's that linebacker spot. Uh, moving to the presumed four-three defense, um, you're going to have three guys standing there uh, at the five-six yard depth rather than two, which we saw a lot of last year. Um, you know, you've got a bunch of names up there um, that I think we expect when you talk about Anzalone. Um, hopefully. Uh, Derek Barnes taking that year two step. You talk about Jared Davis coming back, and maybe you know this is probably a make or break year for him. But you like take a look at the depth they have as well. With uh, a lot of guys excited, you know we we saw a lot of press uh, clippings uh, this summer coming out about Malcolm Rodriguez and what he can bring to that defense. Um, you have three, probably four or five guys there, and then they you know they signed Chris Board from from Baltimore that I think a lot of people. Uh, he was a pleasant surprise throughout the summer, throughout the spring for them. He's a guy that's uh, going to be competing for one of those spots as well. But um, you know, it's kind of it's 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 a very important position. Obviously, um, that that position did not, I think, it's fair to say, live up to expectations last year. I didn't think Anzalone, you know, had a great year, year one under uh, Dan Campbell in, in in Detroit. I didn't think that Derek Barnes was consistent enough as a rookie. Um, but you know, this is a, this is a new year. This is a new defense. This is a rejuvenated defense in my mind. A lot of young players coming in to help them. I think they got faster. I think their speed got better. I think their pass rush definitely got better, which will help that linebacker position. But uh, that will be my number one target to look for as this training camp and preseason progresses to see not only if one of those guys can stick out, but 
what who are the really top two guys that stick out that are going to be your every down type players not just coming in on first and second down but can also coverage back cover uh cover backs out of the backfield can also cover tight ends you know in the passing game i, I i'm because it's kind of like one of those it feels like one of those quarterback battles where you look at carolina right now and they've got like three guys but they don't really have that guy, you know. Yeah. If you don't have one quarterback, you know. If you got two quarterbacks, you, you, got you, you got none type. If you, you know, if you got three or four linebackers, you, you really got none. Who's going to be that guy that really sticks out that that catches our eyes throughout training camp that um, is going to lead that linebacker position? Because we don't know how it's going to shake out. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, but I do know that the coaching staff, Aaron Glenn. Uh, mentioned, uh, you know, just a couple months ago how excited he was about the competition in that room. So I, I hope that the not only the addition of a couple new guys, but also changing scheme a little bit to uh, allow them just to play cleaner and faster style of football. Um, you know, we'll see which cream ends up rising to the top out of out of those, uh, you know, five, six guys that are going to be competing for a lot of lot of high end playing time. Yeah. And, and I think when you're when you're talking about this battle, Alex Anzalone, obviously, with his experience um, and also being in year two of this system, uh, I expect him to have a better year than he had last year. I also think that he's probably capped out a little bit in his his potential. You're going to get what you get with him, but guys that I'm excited to see how they fit in the mix, Derek Barnes, you mentioned him, and it very inconsistent last year, but you somewhat expect that from a mid-round draft pick rookie. This year, what did he do this offseason to physically prepare himself? What did he do to mentally prepare himself? The biggest jump, I think, in a player's career happens between years one and years two. Derek Barnes did get some experience last year on the field. I expect him to take steps and possibly be one of those starting linebackers this year. Uh, Two guys that I'm really interested to watch, and you mentioned both of them, Chris Board coming over from from Baltimore was has so far been a career special teams guy, and they've used him at times at that linebacker position. But he's coming over to a a group that he believes he can earn more playing time. And there's nothing better for a guy's career than the motivation of I can earn myself a starting position in the NFL. Chris Board, I think, can do that. Plus, he's one of those guys along with Malcolm Rodriguez that can cover backs out of the backfield. He's got more speed. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, obviously being a former defensive back, has some of those um, techniques, has some of that that in his past that he can rely upon. Uh, but I'm excited to see what he, how, how he can handle some of those tight ends, how he can handle some of the backs out of the backfield, how he handles the pass drops and pass coverage and increase that, that speed. Those are a couple of guys I'll be having my eye on. And then we obviously, Jared Davis. Like, he was a first-round pick for the Lions. Things didn't work out. He signed with the Jets. Things got worse, quite honestly, with the Jets. Now he's coming back. This is this is pretty much his last opportunity to the team that drafted him to come out here and prove that he could be an NFL linebacker. Yeah. We talk about motivation. There's nothing more motivated than, hey, my back's against the wall. If I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see – how he fits into this defense and what he's going to be this year. And and I think the linebacker position is clearly where you're going to see the most movement and you'll probably see the most movement on a daily basis. One day Anzalone's starting, then all of a sudden it's Chris Barnes 
uh, or I'm sorry, Derek Barnes for a couple of days, and then maybe Anzalone's back in there, and and you know it's Board, it's Rodriguez, it's it's Jared Davis. Uh, you know, I think there's just going to be a lot of moving parts throughout the course of training camp. Um, and you mentioned the backup positions. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The one that I think for me is number two um, is going to be the backup quarterback position. Is Tim Boyle the guy that you want going in if something happens to Jared Goff to get you out of a game, to get you through a two- or three-game stretch? We, I think we saw last year that he's probably not the guy, but last year he missed the first part of the season because he got hurt in training camp. So yeah. his progression and development in this offense was stunted a little bit. We've heard from the coaching staff that David Blau has looked extremely good, which I think that's great. Now, does it become David Blau the guy that goes in if Jared Goff goes down for a series or has to miss that the second half of a game or two or three game stretch? Which guy gives you the best opportunity to bridge the gap for Jared Goff to be back? Uh, I mean, you still think it's got to be the upper hand goes to Tim Boyle as of now just because of – how we saw things shake out last year, right? When Jared Goff went down, who stepped up? You know, it was Tim Boyle. Um, you know, he started the that was the three games I think was against Cleveland, um, Atlanta, which you know narrowly lost to, and then uh, was the Seattle game, I believe, that Jared Goff missed all mm-hmm. three of those. And uh, Tim Boyle was the guy who got the nod. And uh, was he great? No. I mean, you look at. Uh, the Browns game, 15, 23, 77 yards, you know, no touchdowns, two picks. Uh, not good, right? Got better against Atlanta, 24, 34, 187, uh, one and one with the touchdown interception ratio. And then you look at Seattle, uh, better production as far as yardage, 262, two touchdowns, uh, still the three interceptions. But um, he was the guy that got the nod first last year I don't expect that to be any different now how much of a leap has he taken you know and essentially his year one to year two right I know he was with Green Bay for a couple years mostly Mm -hmm. on the practice squad and his only game time came you know taking knees at the end of big wins in Green Bay last year he got a lot of playing experience and I know uh, obviously first year in a a different system first year coach now you're going to into year two um, how much of an improvement can he make? And look, I don't buy into the whole, you know, quarterbacks looking great during, you know, OTAs and mini camp and even yeah. training camp. I need to see game film on those guys because look, anybody can. <laughs> when you know you're not going to get hit, it changes your mindset a little bit in yeah. practice, right? When you get into those games, how are you playing under fire? How are you playing when you know you're about to get decked right in the chest, <laughs> right? And uh, those those that's that's going to be a bigger indication of who's going to have that lead once we get into the preseason games, obviously. But um, I think right now, I, I look, it's it's still an open competition. It always is. I think for every team finding that backup spot. 
Um, there's not a high level of concern, I would say, with Jared Goff's health. Although, you know, we did see him miss a few games last season. I, I don't think that he's been labeled a guy that you know necessarily have to be worried about injury concerns. But obviously, that number two quarterback uh, is still big for majority of the teams. And I think that look, as of right here, right now, uh, Tim Boyle probably has a slight lead. He might. Um, and we'll see how it all plays out. Like you said, it's the game film, and they're going to get plenty of that in their three preseason games. Uh, and so today, as, as we start training camp, we're talking about the position battles that are going to be waged for the Detroit Lions as they prepare for this football season. You and I both agree linebacker is probably the one where we're going to see the most movement, the most uh, competition. And it's not necessarily high-level competition, but right. it is competition for who's going to get those reps come game time in the regular season. My number two battle is the backup quarterback position. What, in your estimation, is the is the 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 battle that you're looking at that we haven't discussed yet? I think uh, you know, sticking with defense, we'll just go with the secondary. Uh, you can kind of lump safeties and corners in together. Corners being probably number one, uh, meaning that you know, who are the day one starters? I think you really have one of them um, with Amani with Amani O. Not going to try to butcher his last name like I have thousands of time on the radio, <laughs> but uh, he, he's really penciled in as your number one, and, and who's behind him? Who's the number two guys? Jeff Okuda uh, going to finally uh, you know, come in health. Hopefully he comes in healthy now. I, I think all reports are he's probably expected to you know, start day one of camp ready to go. Uh, we'll see. Um, is he finally going to be that guy that can be your everyday, uh, you know, maybe even number one corner? Number number one, him and Amani O, right? Number one, number two. But we all know in this league, you got to have four or five of those guys. Uh, Jerry Jacobs coming in off an injury. I thought he had a really, really, really good year last year for especially an undrafted type guy. A.J. Parker, same boat. Um, where does he fit into the equation? Um, you know, a couple other guys that have kind of been dangling a little bit onto the uh, roster, you know, bottom end guys. Will Harris, I thought, when they moved him to corner last year, did some nice things. Uh, Bobby Price did a few nice things. And did I miss something? Because looking at the Lions roster now, they have uh, a Fatu Melifan who listed as a safety. Was that was that a move that was made prior? Because I just, I literally just clicked on it and I was looking at the corners and I couldn't find Iffy anywhere. And, and they have him listed as a safety. So maybe that's a switch that... Maybe it's a typo. I don't know if we just missed something. Yeah, I, I think they're going to try some guys out. 